Hi there. Welcome to the pastor's table. We've been sharing some phenomenal testimonies. Today, you're going to hear from Barbara. She has a wonderful testimony, so candid, so personal. If you've ever struggled with depression, you need to tune in and watch this episode and be blessed at how good our God is, how we can reconcile, repair, and do good works, and never be ashamed of what the devil and the kind of rocks he can throw at you. You're going to be blessed. Get ready to receive and believe God's work in your life can happen to you. Amen. Hey there. Welcome to the pastor's table. We are at our second week of testimonies and sharing them. And I'm so excited about it. Testimonies are such a great expression of God's love, how it worked. And we get to talk about what he's done. And today, to talk about some of the things that have happened with Barbara, this my friend Barbara. Say hello, Barbara. Hello. <laughs> you didn't say, say hello, Barbara. You have the hello, Barbara. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, we love to have fun. God is fun. What he yes. does in us is fun. Yes. And it's marvelous. I love this uh, verse in Revelation. Last week, I read you a testimony from Mark 1. This one uh, is very familiar to most people. It says uh, in verse 10 of Revelation chapter 12, it says, And I heard with a loud voice, which is good for you and I, because we have loud voices, (laughs) saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength, the kingdom of our God and the power, the the exosia, the, the, uh, the strength is exosia, The power is uh, 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 the dunamis of God. So one is like the authority, the the great authority we can walk in. And then the power to get it done. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. That's that mean old devil, which accused them before our God day and night. And we overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah for the blood. And by the word of their testimony, the evidence the evidence of what God does, and they love not their lives unto death. Such powerful scriptures Amen. and familiar. Yep. And we love them. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, I met Be- uh, Barbara, oh my goodness. I, we were trying to figure it out at least 10 years ago. We had a lot of fun. I remember when your kids were just like still in high school and yes. all of that. Now they're all young adults. Yeah. That's a transition. Mm-hmm. I think it's a transition most parents are like, I. They talk about the empty nest and, and no one really explains uh, what that really feels like because it's different. Every person experiences it differently. But you had one girl go all the way out of the country. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was something. But we have the other three. <laughs> yeah, you still had three there. <laughs> that's right. One of them really loves to work on cars and things like that mm-hmm. with their dad and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think especially with today's uh, youth, a uh, lot of people they don't they don't know those things. They don't know how uh, what it's like to to uh, build anything. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't you know when it comes to cooking it come out of a box or a can. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you work. No. Nope. <laughs> now you came to Canada when? In eighty nine. 89. How yes. do you love Canada? I love it. <laughs> and where I are you love from? It. I'm originally from Germany from a small town. It's called Detmold. Uh, and yeah. I love my, I had an opportunity to just go into, well, Hernhut and mm-hmm. uh, oh, the countryside. So beautiful. Yes. I want to go back to Germany when things are better, or easier to travel. Yep. <laughs> Not so easy to travel these days. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind all the funny restrictions, but with all the chaos and stuff mm-hmm. the world's in. Mm-hmm. 
only go if God says. Amen. <laughs> but you went back a few years ago. Yes, yes. I went back the last time with my husband in 2000, uh, no, yeah, 2017. I, was I went back. Just you know. before the crazy. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it was a perfect timing, you know. Yeah. So. Everything worked out very nicely. Yes. That yes. was so good. And your husband's also from Germany. Yes. I came to Canada to find my German husband. <laughs> <laughs> now that must be a, a longer story. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had the joy of celebrating your 25th wedding anniversary several years ago and had lots of fun and took pictures. It was great. And we had so much fun together. Yeah. Yeah. But tell me, we know sometimes family goes through things and we, we're, we're, we're family. Stuff happens. And uh, can you tell me a little bit about how God reconciled and what he's begun to do? What uh, happened? I mean, I think I was uh, part of the big thing in, in our family. I mean, I'm the mother. And uh, after our last son was born, I entered postpartum depression. And that was very hard for everybody, mm -hmm. very hard for uh, my husband and for the children and for the little one as well. Sure. And uh, so, and I felt bad myself, you know, I thought here I am, child number four, and what is this all about? Uh, and it was hard. Yeah. And my children, they suffered, mm -hmm. and mom suffered too, and my husband suffered too, because sure. everybody wanted to keep the family intact, and we all knew that anything else is not an option. Mm -hmm. And These are very real situations. Yes. You're not the only person who's ever had to deal with this, yeah. and some not successfully, which is why I'm so glad you're so free to, to share <laughs> Because it's not easy to share those things when we come under assault of the enemy. No, yeah. no, because you hear also, you know, oh, yeah, you know, you did something wrong, you know. Those things are coming mm -hmm. towards you. And, I mean, why did you have four children? All those things, you know. And But, you know, I really believe that our family was meant to be. Mm -hmm. That is the right number of children that we have. I mean... And Fort they're very nice children. Yes. And I mean, fortunately, uh, when I was getting married, I wanted to have 10 children. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise the Lord. <laughs> we have ideas before we get married. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we'd have six. We, you know, we stopped at three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, but our family went through a lot of stuff uh, because, partly because of me, I believe. And, uh, but I also think in the, the big picture, God has a purpose. Mm. And I mean, our children see resilience. Yes. Our children see not giving up, Amen. going through the tough uh, yes. part. Yeah. And, you know, I think that gives them strength in the long run. Absolutely. At that moment, it was very hard and difficult. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, for the long run, it will be good because that's what God's word is saying. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens out by accident. Mm -hmm. You know, it happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I think our family is, we are on the other side. And I'm just excited to see how God will work everything else out, mm -hmm. you know, because he's faithful. And so many times there, there feels like there's a, a stigma. 
right? Yes. If you, oh, it's a mother, you should be perfect. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I think a lot of parents feel that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, you know, I know other ones, you know, like our middle daughter when she had the, oh, you didn't carry full term. Well, it was different. She shared her testimony mm -hmm. a little bit. How she felt guilty and responsible that she wasn't a good mom and things like that because yeah. she didn't carry full yeah. term. So there's all kinds of things that we tend to not talk about. Mm -hmm. How the enemy tries to plant a seed that there's something wrong with you, mm -hmm. rather than mm -hmm. this is an attack of the enemy. Mm -hmm. We don't. And frankly, I think we're still learning about yeah. those things. Yeah. How how the enemy attacks or tries to attack the mind and tries to disturb us. How we have to go through it. The kinds of things that God reveals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think love and acceptance is so powerful. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, I've, I've met her husband, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I think for men, it's hard, too. They don't know how to often express. But he hung in there. He hung in there. Yes. He was committed. Yeah. And yeah. he kept going. So are you. Yes. 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 And yeah. I think that what you're saying about endurance and sticking it in no matter what mm -hmm. and hanging on to the word when when it probably is frightening, I would think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And I, I, when I think about what God is able to do, mm -hmm. how his word, and you just stay through it. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, it didn't happen in one day. No, no. It was on for many, many, many years. And in the beginning, I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is just something, you know, you're just going to go through it, and it's done. <laughs> I thought it will be over in a couple months or in a couple years. But it dragged on and dragged on, mm -hmm. you know. So what was the, what do you think was the key that helped you finally like start to see the light in a better way? For me, it was, you know, first of all, I learned how important community is, um. how important other believers are, mm. you know, cause they speak oh, truth. Oh, come on, preach it. They speak the <laughs> truth, the word of God. And for me, it was also a learning curve, you know, okay, myself, I have to Go to the Word. Mm. Don't listen to everything else. Mm. Stick with the Word. Come on. You know, so <laughs> that was for me a learning curve as yeah. well, you mm -hmm. know. And I mean, with my three children, before the fourth one came, I had everything kind of in order. My family <laughs> was working wonderful. And the fourth one came and he brought some disaster <laughs> on one side. I mean, yeah. I don't want to put the blame on the, my poor little guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is a big story, yeah. you know, so. That's really uh, very wise. I, two things. One, you had to pursue yourself. Yeah. But two, I think the real, when you say community, mm -hmm. that's, I think, mm -hmm. the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. So if someone else is feeling that challenge, maybe somebody's going to watch this or share it with someone who's stuck in that. A community get yourself out of isolation yeah. yeah there's no shame in a devil attacking you there's no shame no. in having your you know lots of times with especially with postpartum depression there's a chemical imbalance that mm -hmm. takes place and your body just gets completely out of whack and you know there's no one to blame no it's and so if you're feeling those things and then you withdraw from help that's not going to help <laughs> And, and just being around people who accept you, love you for mm -hmm. who God made mm -hmm. you, encourage you. That's what you miss if you pull back. Mm -hmm. 
and and you're such a delightful person. Now you also work for a living. Yes, yeah. I do. And you don't you don't just stay home every day. No, <laughs> no. My children made very clear, Mom, <laughs> go out, <laughs> do something. And again, I think it is it was wonderful. You know, mm -hmm. I love my job as well. I work with elderly people. I always say I had a lack of grandparents because I was the youngest of three. And my grandparents, my father, uh, my grandpa, they passed away when I was just three years old. And my grandma won when I was nine and the last one when I was 12. So I didn't have the love and the care of my grandparents as well. And I remember my grandma's, uh, my father's mom, when she came, she lived further away. And whenever she came, this little girl looked oh. at her jumped on her lap. Aww. Grandma, tell me with what did you play when you were a little girl? Aww. And so and she she was a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. You know, we would play board games and she would always share. Yeah. And so those are my memories. But then again, when I was nine, I lost her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so and I love my job. I work with those elderly people and I, I adopt everyone. <laughs> they are my grandmas, my grandpas, <laughs> you know. And they all have stories. Yes, yes. And it's interesting mm -hmm. to listen to their stories. And again, what struck me, those people, they went through a lot themselves, yes, you know, yes. I mean, uh, like the wars mm -hmm. and a depression and uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. and they had have that resilience. They didn't give up. Yes. They lost everything. Mm -hmm. And okay, we pull up our sleeves and we do it. Mm -hmm. We get back up again. You know, I think that is the biggest life lesson that <laughs> follows me. <laughs> you know, you don't give up. You always get back up. Yeah. You know, they really were pioneers. Yes. Yes. You know, going into a land that was bare mm -hmm. and figuring out what to do when you got there. Yeah. You yeah. know, even my grandmother from Wales came here and went out in the bush, you know, mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. built. My dad came, uh, he was already here and he'd started, you know, cutting down some trees and he was only 20 or something like that. And she came along and joined him and they were up by a uh, um, hundred mile house up there. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they go hunting because that's how they ate. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, go fishing. Yeah. And, you know, one day she said to him, oh, I really like rabbit for supper. So he went out and got a rabbit, brought it home. She fixed it up and they had dinner. That was that was their life. Mm -hmm. And so they, 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 you know, work a little bit here, a little bit there for a little bit of money or work in somebody else's mm -hmm. yard. Mm -hmm. uh, but they got through. Yeah. And they would use what they had. And, and I think there's a part of that we need to find again. Absolutely. And, and that endurance, that stick to it, that don't give up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you've got that, but I think I have it too. <laughs> Quite a pair, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and I, that's what, it's so wonderful to, to, so you help in the elderly as you go visit them in their home and yes, help yes. them with just, yeah. sometimes sometime you cook for them too? Yeah, I cook, but you know, uh, most of them have very simple meals, you mm. know? <laughs> So it's not a big, and usually I'm I'm there with them for two hours, one hour, two hours. So, and a lot needs to get done. So the cooking part is very minimal. <laughs> but listening part. The listening part and the caring part and, you know, 
going out with them sometimes. I have one client, I always take her out because she's not allowed to go out by herself. Mm. So, isn't that something? It's, what a great, what a great way to, to love people. Yes. I think that uh, we, we miss that. Like you say, mm -hmm. many people don't have grandparents or mm -hmm. they're all kind of different family situations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I heard recently about uh, a woman who's homeschooling and she thought, well, you know, the children need someone to read aloud to. So she connected with a, an elderly senior's home and for those who couldn't read by themselves and for those who, you know, had vision issues. So she had her children reading aloud to them and created this great thing where they didn't have grandparents either. Yeah. Yeah. And what a yeah. great connection. I thought that's a phenomenal idea. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Getting the children involved, hearing yeah. their stories yeah. and, and seeing that, you know. Uh, I, I just, I love that the when you're telling me about the one son, though, that likes to work on his vehicles, he's got, got, always got a project, got to take this apart, work on the <laughs> yes. next one, you know. But that's part of that. Yeah. That's part of that pioneering yeah. thing. Yes. And I, I think, you know, it is so wonderful to see uh, the families coming together, you know, yes. and like my husband comes from a very strong family and that's how he grew up. His father took that little boy and showed him stuff, mm -hmm. and, you yeah. know, and so my husband is doing the same thing. He mm -hmm. takes the little boys because they don't want to hang around <laughs> mom all the time. <laughs> they don't want to become little girls. <laughs> no. So, uh, for them, it is fantastic. Mm. And I remember one of our children, he would always come down when he was little. Saturday morning, had this great idea. Dad, can we do this and build this? And, and my husband said, you know what? You need to come a day earlier or tell, <laughs> let me know. I mean, because we have to buy all that stuff that your ideas need, you know? So, but praise the Lord has, for your patient husband. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he has a very and and that little uh, little child who is not so little anymore has that creative mind. Mm -hmm. He's always something uh, building in his head, and the other one as well, and the daughters too. I think you know, <laughs> it's just wonderful to see. Yeah, you know. So in the midst of all the chaos. <laughs> yeah. God began to bring you through. Yes. How yes. powerful. Yes. He is a reconciler. Yes, he is. Fixes broken bridges. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. You yeah. Know? Isn't it amazing? Yeah. And now they have hope and they see how good you're doing. Yeah. What do they think about that, Mom? Oh, uh, they are very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> they love you. Yes. Yes, and, they do. And they want you to love you. And I love them. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, that was one of my biggest things, you know, when we got married and we had our children. I wanted to be there for, for my children. Yeah. You know, that I, I don't care about riches that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you really need? A child needs a home. Amen. They need love. They need, uh, yeah, of course, they need some food and they need some clothing. But... Yeah. You know, I always stood against this. I need to have the biggest, fanciest house. I need to have uh, all those things. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up like that. And my children definitely didn't grow up, uh, grew up like that as well. You know, so what they make now, that's their part, you mm -hmm. know. But I believe, you know, the childhood memories always come back and they see in the long run what is really good. 
Yeah. You know? And what's important. Yes, and what is important. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so in the middle of all this, when you look back, you can see that that, that was part of the attack. Yes. was to make you feel incompetent and yeah. or not good enough because of your heart's desire was to be that mom. Mm -hmm. And so you had a high standard. Yes, for myself. <laughs> yes. For yourself. <laughs> but in the end, there you are. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. it, and what they saw was consistency. Yeah. The not give up. Yeah. And, and, and how the enemy tried to, that was the thing he was after. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. failed. Miserably. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and there you are full of joy. Yeah. I hope that, that Barbara's testimony is one that you can grab a hold of. If you got under it or you've ever thought that what you did or your heart's desire to be a blessing, to be who God's created you to be, was, was, was failing miserably, she's through and she's victorious and she's happy and full of joy <laughs> and on the other side. Yes. God's a reconciler. He restores and he builds and it's wonderful. <laughs> we together bless you. Be strong. Be that pioneer and do what God's called you to do and be blessed. Amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs>